Just a couple of quick announcements. Uh, music team, uh, we are not meeting tonight. Uh, council in that meeting for tonight. Y'all enjoy your family. Angel and I are going to be going out of town tonight. Amen. We're going, going for a couple of days. And in saying that, let me say this. I'm not taking my, my cell phone on vacation with me. Hey. Amen. So if you need prayer, there's plenty of folks around this church you can call. Am I right, Sister Meemaw? Amen. So if you need prayer, call Sister Meemaw. If you need money, call Brother Dwayne. All right. <laughs> Sharon never likes me to say that, but I always say that when I leave town. Amen. <laughs> Praise the Lord. We'll be back here by Wednesday night in full swing, ready to have another puppet show with the kids. And I tell you, we're going to have a wonderful time, amen, on Wednesday night. And we got a special speaker Wednesday night. We got somebody ain't never spoken in this church before. This coming Wednesday night, amen, you need to come and hear this person speak. I know it's going to be a, a wonderful message from the Lord, amen. And you need to come and see what's going on. And no, don't ask me who it is. I'm not going to tell you. And, and the one that knows who it is, because it's you, don't tell nobody. <laughs> this will let everybody be surprised. Amen. So, praise the Lord. We're going to have a good time, amen, as we come back together Wednesday night. Amen. I'm going to tell you, God is moving in our Friday night services. Oh, my Lord. I'm going to tell you, miracles are happening. I mean, the Spirit of God is moving in our Friday night services, and you need to come and be a part of what God is doing here on, on Friday night. Listen, it's a time of refreshing. You might say, well, brother, I'm tired on Friday. I mean, I work all week, and I'm just exhausted. I'm going to tell you, how do you know the Holy Ghost can anoint you with a refreshness? Come on. Listen, God can touch you just like that and make you feel like you've been asleep for 48 hours. Amen. Amen. God can refresh you. There's a refreshing in the house on Friday night. I want to tell you, there's a different anointing, I believe, in the house on Friday night. Some people believe I preach better on Friday nights than I do on Sunday mornings. I don't know, but why don't you come and find out and you can tell me. Amen. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Well, we're going to start off. This is part 13. Man, I can't believe we've already 13 now. Part 13 of Season of Miracles. I want to tell you, I don't know when this is going to end. I can't find an end to it. Every time I'm looking into Scripture, God just keeps talking to me. Amen? Amen. So I'm going to keep on preaching as long as God is talking. Amen? One more announcement before I get is don't forget Sister Laura's memorial service uh, Friday at 2 o'clock uh, here in the church. And uh, Brother Bobby will be here when you come and love on Brother Bobby and the whole family. Amen. From 2 to 4 Friday afternoon, if you're able to come, come and be with us. Amen. 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 And, the, and the church is going to be providing a meal. Give us Sister Julia on that meal. And one last thing. Brother Brandon, will you stand up for a moment? Brother Brandon has come to me and he says, I want to help in the men's ministry. And I said, well, what I need is a leader in the men's ministry. So Brother Brandon has, has joined our team in the men's ministry, and we're so glad to have him in, as part of our team. He wants to meet with the men immediately after church today. He's got some pictures to show you. And he wants to plan a fishing trip for anybody that wants to go fishing. Amen. So y'all get with Brother Brandon. We've we got some exciting things going. Thank you, Brother Brandon, for your service in the Lord. James chapter 2, looking at the 14th verse this morning. James chapter looking at verse 14 if you'll stand for the reading of God's word to break you should have asked people to stand a lot well you fall asleep when you sit down <laughs> amen 
Y'all going to come in here one of these days and all the chairs are going to be gone. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> That's when the council will have a special meeting with me after church. <laughs> but do you know in foreign countries there is no chairs? I can show you pictures of sanctuaries in foreign countries in Pakistan, for example. There is no chairs in Pakistan church. They stand. And in the, in the country of Georgia, they stand. Uh, not the state of Georgia, but the country of Georgia. Y'all get that? All right. <laughs> they stand and worship God. Praise the Lord. So it ain't that far-fetched. James chapter 2, verse 14. Why doeth it profit, my brother, though a man say he have faith and have not works? Can faith save him? If a brother or sister be naked or destitute of daily food, if one of you say to them, Depart in peace and be warmed and filled, notwithstanding, ye give them not those things which are needful to the body, what profit, what doeth it profit? Father, we thank you for the reading of your holy word this morning. Father, we ask you for a special anointing, God, to fill this sanctuary, to fill our hearts and our minds with your spirit and with your word. Lord, let somebody receive a rhema word this morning from heaven. Hide your servant behind the cross. And in the name of Jesus, I rebuke every distracting spirit, every hindering spirit, every discouraging spirit. We uplift faith in this place. We turn the Holy Ghost loose in this house this morning. This is your church service. You are the head of the church, Lord Jesus. We're just the under shepherd. And we are here to worship you in spirit and in truth this morning. In Jesus' holy and righteous name. Everybody said? Amen. 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 James has got a lot to say about faith. He's got a lot to say about faith. Go back with me to verse 16. Same scripture. And one of you say to them, Depart in peace and be warmed and filled, notwithstanding you give them not those things which are needful to the body. Why doeth it profit? Even so, faith, if it hath not works, is dead. Being alone. Has anybody got a Bible in here that says anything different than what I just read? Does your Bible say that faith without works is alive? No. Your Bible says that faith without works is dead being alone. Yea, a man may say, Thou hast faith and I have works. Show me thy faith without thy works and I will show thee my faith by my works. Thou believest that there is one God, and thou doest well. The devil also believes and trembles. You know, I was thinking about this scripture the other day, and it came to me that you and I have only been on the planet for a very short period of time. And we got different ages all over the church this morning. You know, we got, we got people that are in their mid-80s, and, and we got people in their mid-70s, and we got people in their mid-30s, and... And maybe in the 20s, amen. And some of us are in that halfway mark in the 50s, praise God. And we you know we got, we got ages all over the place. But our little age, listen, if we were all 100 years old, it would be just a little vapor of time. Amen. We are here for a very short period of time. Now let me ask you this question. How many remember when you got saved? How many remember how old you were when you got saved? Are you different today than when you were when you first got saved? Do you know more about the Bible and Jesus Christ today than you did when you first got saved? And, and why is that? Because we've been studying the Word of God. We've been praying and seeking God for a very short period of our time of life. Amen? Amen? 
And, and none of us came out of our mama saved. Come on. Mama had to beat us to be saved. Come on, church. Amen. Nobody came out of mama saved. So a very short period of time have we been drawing close to God and have we been studying the Word of God. Lucifer's been here for a long, long time. I'm going to tell you something. Lucifer knows more about the Word than you do. Lucifer knows more about the power, miracle power of Christ than we do. The truth is, we don't know but just a little bit and we don't know enough. We are just scratching the surface of knowledge of the Holy Spirit and the Word of God. I don't care if you've been studying the Bible for a hundred years. That's still just, just barely scraping off the surface of the deadness of God. But I'm going to tell you something. Satan knows a whole lot more about the Holy Ghost and the Word of God than we do. And he's afraid that you might find out what he knows. Because if you find out what he knows, there'd be no stopping the church. If the church could find out. Come on, church. If the church could understand that deadness of God, there would be no end to the power of the flow from the anointing of God in the house of God, and the devil won't have a chance. That's why you have a hard time getting up on Sunday morning and getting dressed, and that's why you're fighting with the kids, and that's why you're fighting with your spouses, and the whole house is in disarray, and you didn't have enough time for breakfast because the alarm didn't go off. That's why the devil's doing all these things that are happening in your life, because he don't want you to know what he knows. If you ever find out what he knows, there'd be no power, there'd be no stopping you. There'd be no stopping you, church. Go back to what, what he's saying here. Thou believest there is one God, and thou doest well. The devil also believes and trembles. I want to tell you, the devil's got more reverence for God than we do. Come on. That's right. Come on. Uh-huh. Yeah. Come on. Look at verse 20. But thou, but wilt thou know, O vain man, that faith without works is dead. Show me thy faith without works, and I will show thee my faith by my works. O vain man, that faith without works is dead. I come this morning to tell you that faith is an action word. Faith is an action word. And and, and on what we believe, what we believe is an action word, and faith is an action word on what we believe. I believe, therefore I act upon it. I am a doer of the word and not just a hearer. Let me tell you something. You have got to put action with your faith. You got to, like Sister like Julia says it, you got to put some action with your prayers. Come on. Is that how you say it, Mimo? You got to put some action with your prayers. Listen, when you act upon what you're praying about, you're moving in faith. When you refuse to act upon what you're praying about, you're not in faith. It's just that simple. Amen. It's just that simple. If you are just a hearer of the word only and you never do what the word is telling you to do, then you don't believe what you're hearing. Mm, boy, it got real quiet right there, Sister Jan. If you don't believe me, go back to James chapter 1. James chapter 1, looking at verse 21. Wherefore lay it all apart, all filthiness and super. Uh, of naughtiness and receive with meekness the encrafted word. Look at receive with meekness the encrafted word, which is able to save your soul. But be ye doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. In other words, you're deceiving yourself if you don't act on the word. 
For if anyone be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. For he beholdeth himself and goeth his way and straightway forgetteth what manner of man he is. We've got to be not only a hearer of the word, but an actor and a doer of the word. we got to listen. Paul said in one verse, he says that we all heard the preaching of the gospel, but it did not profit them because they did not mix their faith with what they heard. You've got to mix your faith with what you're hearing and be a doer. And faith is an action word, so you don't just hear and sit down and do nothing. No, you've got to get up and do something. Come on. You've got to get up and act on what the word is telling you to do. Be a doer of the word and not just a hearer only. If all you do is hear, you're just wasting your time and you're deceiving yourselves and you're never going to get anywhere. There is people that look hunting. I mean, they are hunting for a prophecy from somebody. They go to this church and that church and this church looking for somebody to give them a prophetic word. Oh, the only prophetic word you need is written in red in the Holy Bible Church. This is the prophetic word that we need this morning is what thus saith the Lord written in the pages of the Holy Bible. And the Bible tells us to be the doers of the word, but hearers of the word. Get up and do something, church. Put action to your prayers this morning. Hmm. Action to your prayers. You can say you have faith all you want, but until you get up and do what faith is calling you to do, then your faith is dead. Until you get up to do what your faith is calling you to do, then your faith is dead. Faith is an action word, and we have to have action with our prayers. Amen? Amen. James chapter 1, looking at verse 6. James is rich when it comes to faith. I'm telling you. James chapter 1, looking at verse 6. All you got to do is flip the page over if you're there with me. In verse 6 it says, But let him ask in faith nothing wavering. For he that wavered is like a wave of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed. For let not that man think he shall receive anything of the Lord. Look at verse 8. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. You ever know somebody just couldn't make up their mind? I mean, they're so undecisive. My Lord. I, I hate to be in a car going through drive through with somebody that can't make up their mind what they want to eat. <laughs> My, do you want a hamburger or a piece of chicken? Come on. Do you want some pepper jack cheese on that? What do you want? You've been there a thousand times. You should have them memorized before you even get there. You should be able to quote what you need. Lord have mercy. Undecisive people, unstable in everything. I call it wishy-washy. There's a lot of wishy-washy people in the world today. They don't know what they want. Come on. They don't know what they want. But they want you to pray about it anyways. They want you to join them in faith, but they don't know what they want. Mm, listen, we got, we got to have our minds made up. Come on. My mind's made up. My feet are standing on the solid rock. Come on. I'm going to look the devil in the eye. I'm going to spit in his eye. Come on, church. I'm going to tell the devil what for, and I'm going to proclaim the word of God, and my prayers are going to be yes and amen, and I'm going to put action with my prayers. Hallelujah. Mm. Mark chapter 9 and verse 23. 
And while you're turning there, let me tell you this. Mm. Stretch forth your faith. We talked about this Friday night. Stretch forth your hand. We talked about the man with the withered hand. Stretch forth your faith and step out of the boat and step into the waters of impossibility, church. Faith is not bound. Listen to this. Faith is not bound by physical laws. Faith supersedes all science. Hello, I mean, are we with me right now? Faith is not bound by physical laws. Faith supersedes all science, all matter, and all physics. Faith supersedes all physics, all matter, come on, all science. How could Jesus walk on water? Because faith supersedes gravity. Come on. Faith supersedes the impossibilities. Come on. Faith supersedes the natural laws of man. The natural laws of the earth is not, cannot stop the, uh, the faith's power. Come on. There is power in your faith this morning. If you would just tap into it and see and receive it, there is power in your faith this morning. Now look at Mark chapter 9 verse 23. Nothing is impossible to him that believes. Listen, you need to be able to quote that one. Amen. You need to highlight that. You need to learn to quote it. Put it on your refrigerator. Come on. Tape it inside your eyeglasses so you can see it all day long. Whatever you got to do. Nothing is impossible to them that believe. Nothing is impossible to them that believe. But listen, you can't believe and just sit still. You believe and then you get up and do. Come on, church. You believe and then you get up and do. Listen, faith believes. Faith speaks and faith acts. Mm. How many of y'all seen our little plaque on the way out the door to church? When you go out the door to church this morning, look over to that little, that little white plaque on the wall. It says faith believes. Faith speaks and faith acts. Come on. And that's exactly what we got to do this morning. Let me tell you, faith fills out the job application. Faith makes the appointment. Faith writes out the check this morning. Faith shows up where it's supposed to be. Come on. And while doubt is screaming in your head. Oh, let me say that one more time. Faith shows up where you're supposed to be with doubt screaming in your head. Oh, come on. Somebody's going to hold of this this morning. See? Faith will show up at the job interview even when they can't walk. Come on. With that screaming at your head. Faith will tell you to get up out of that chair. Come on. Get up out of that bed when all you can do is roll over and put your feet on the ground. Faith will fill out the job application when the doctor says you can't work. Come on, church. Faith will do what is that what man is telling you and what science is telling you and what the laws and nature is telling you that you should not do. Faith will tell you, get up and do it. Get up and do it. I'm telling you, church, we got to grab a hold of this. Faith will work with doubt screaming in your head. Come on. In my head is not where my spirit is. In my head is not where my soul is. Come on. Come on. Amen. Just because it's in your head don't mean it has to be in your soul. Just because your thoughts are in your head don't mean it's got to be in your spirit. Come on, take those thoughts captives. Those thoughts are against the word of God. I take those thoughts captives, those evil thoughts of doubt and unbelief. I cast you out of my mind. I'm going to trust the living word of God. I may not understand it. I may not know how it's going to work, but I'm going to trust God anyways. Amen. 
trust him anyway. Moses had no idea how God was going to deliver the children of Israel. And nothing was happening until he got by the edge of the water and held up the rod. Come on. Nothing was taking place. Listen, when the priests got before the Jordan River, the water was flowing until the priest dipped his first toe in the water. I'm going to tell you, church, that's called faith. That's called action to your faith. That's called being a doer of the word. What if Moses said, well, I hear you about this rod, but there's a lot of water out there, Lord. What's this rod going to do with that water? You see, too many of us are trying to figure out the mechanics of God, and we, live, we need to simply learn to just trust God. Amen. Just trust God. Well, God, how can you, kill, how can you heal cancer without radiation? Who do you think invented radiation? Hello? God's got radiation in his fingertips. Come on, church. One touch from the Father is all the radiation you need to kill cancer. I'm telling you, church, we got to learn to put action and belief and, and, and put the word in our faith and feed our faith. Feed your faith the word of the living God. Feed your faith the word of the living God. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by. Somebody tell me where to find that in the Bible right now. Romans 10, 19. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Amen. That's where you find it at. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. But it can't just be hearing only. We got to put action to what we hear. We got to put action to our prayer life this morning, church. Put action with it. Amen. Faith fills out the job application. Faith shows up on Monday morning, no matter if your head's splitting or not. Faith shows up when your head is screaming at you, saying, you can't do this. This is not going to work. Faith shows up anyway. And faith says, I'm going to give it all I've got. If I die trying, then I'll die trying. Come on, church. Faith shows up anyways and gets the job done. When everybody says it's impossible, faith does it anyways. Come on. Everybody told that man that invented the light bulb it was an impossibility. He failed over a thousand times. But his faith kept going. His faith kept going and he kept putting action to what he believed. He believed that the light bulb could, could shine and praise God and still shining today. Amen. Because somebody had faith. Oh, church, I need to get a hold of this this morning. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. I'm going to read to you from the Amplified Bible. The Amplified Bible says in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. Now faith is the assurance. It's the title deed. It's the confirmation of things hoped for. Divinely guaranteed. And the evidence of things not seen. The convictions of the reality. Faith comprehends as fact what cannot be experienced by the physical senses. Mm. Brother Tim, bump that air condition down one degree for me, brother. I'm going to tell you something. Faith is not magic. Faith is not magic. Mm -mm. Faith is not wishful hoping. Faith is not wishful hoping. Faith is not magic. Faith is a power force. It is a power force that comes from the Almighty God. And faith takes work to have. 
Most people fail right here. Because they want God to do all the work. And God to do all the action. And they just do all the receiving. Come on. But it takes faith to receive. It takes work to receive. Come on. I, I listen, Sister Julia said this years ago, man, and it hit me like a lightning bolt, and I, I, I can't get away from it. I have to quote Sister Julia today again. And I quoted you twice. God will not do for you what you can do for yourself. Amen. Come on. I said, God will not do for you what you can do for yourself. Amen. 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 Are you with me tonight? Right. Mm. So faith must be fed. Faith is not a magic trick. Faith takes work. Faith is the believing power of God, is a force of power of God. And faith must be an operation or you can't even please God. And you will not receive anything without faith. Amen. 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 Brother, brother Richard is using his faith and sowing his tomatoes to pay his rent. Didn't know what he was going to do. Two months behind on his rent. What are we going to do? I said, Richard, let's go find some tomatoes. Let's go find some okra. This is peach season. Everybody wants peaches. <laughs> Brother, I had one of the best peach cobblers last night. Oh, my Lord. Woo. If you don't know how to cook peach cobbler, get with my wife. She'll show you how to cook that thing. Huh? Fresh peaches. But it takes faith. To sit out there in the heat and watch the cars go by that do not pull in. Come on. It takes faith to sit there and say, Lord, let that one pull in. Lord, let that one pull in. Lord, let that one pull in. It takes faith to sit there for days. But I, not only did God move, but God blessed. When you step out on faith and you put action to your prayers, God will not just pay your rent one month. He'll pay it for two months. He'll back it up with three months. That brother's got three months rent in his pocket now to pay his bills because he stepped out on faith. Faith fills out the application. Faith sells the tomatoes. Faith will pick up the broom. Faith will do what the doctor says is impossible. Faith will make it happen. Faith will make it happen, church. Mm. Faith stretches itself out. Faith stands up and walks. Faith presses through the crowd to grab the hem of his garment. Let me say it again. Faith will press through the, the crowd to grab the hem of his garment. Faith tears down the roof to get to Jesus. I'm just going to preach to you, Jan. I think the rest of us are going to fall asleep or went over to the funeral. <laughs> I said, faith tears down the roof. Amen. I said, faith tears down the roof. Amen. To get to Jesus. Amen. Faith tears down the roof. To get to Jesus. Amen. Faith will walk 10 miles to get help. Come on, church. Right. Faith will sell a tomato. Instead of laying in bed crying all day. Come on. Faith will move through the crowd to touch the hem of his garments. Come on. Faith will put your baby in a car, a single mom, and drive for hours on her last dime to get to an A.A. Allen meeting in 1957 and put the baby in his hands. And she's broke. She has no more hope. The doctor said, I can't do anything. Only God can heal this baby. And it was faith that hit that tent revival 
preaching a whole lot better than some of y'all shouting this morning. I know Jan's with me. Praise the Lord. Faith puts action, action mm, to what, what is being believed. And it speaks positive about what it wants. Come on. It speaks positive about what it wants. Wishful thinking and wishful hoping sit on the couch and complains all day on one life. It's not getting any better. Oh, let me say that again for all you hillbilly folks. I said, wishful hoping will sit on the couch all day long and complain that life isn't getting any better. Come on. Uh, but faith, faith will get off the couch. And faith will make, do something about your situation. Honey, if you want your situation to change, then get up and do something about it. Nobody else is going to do it. Nobody's going to walk into your life and say, I know you all messed up. I'm just going to fix everything for you. God himself won't do that. You've got to pray. You've got to believe. You've got to want to. Come on. I said, you've got to want to. I said, you've got to want to. You've got to want to. You gotta want to get better. You gotta want to change. You gotta want your situation to move. Come on, church. And wishful thinking is not it. Wishful hoping is not it. Hmm. Faith brings change to the problem, and faith brings joy to the depression. Come on. I said faith brings joy to the depression. The reason why so many people are fighting depression so much is because they think their situation in life will never change. Come on. That's the truth. People fall into a pit of depression because they they are convinced that their life will never change. It's always going to be this way. Amen? It's always going to be this way. Life is, is never going to change. I told you I can't quote this thing off hee-haw. Somebody wrote it down for me and put it on my Bible. Not sure who did it, but thank you. Gloom and despair and agony on me. Deep, dark depression. Excessive misery. If there wasn't for bad luck, I'd have no luck at all. Gloom and despair and agony on me. reason y'all are laughing is because y'all sung that song a minute before. Yeah. <laughs> you sung that song with he all and you meant it too. Because you felt that way. The only reason people fall into a pit of depression. Listen, depression will come because it's a spirit. But when it shows up in your room, bind it and rebuke it and cast it out in the name of Jesus. Don't listen to it. Don't hang out with it. The only reason people listen to it and hang out with it, they come into agreement with it, is because they have no faith that life is going to change. 
Oh, but I'm telling you, life is going to change. Life is going to change for Ashley because I declare it in the blood and in the name and the power of Jesus Christ. Life is going to change. Mm. If you don't like your situation, then do something about it. Come on. If you don't like your hair color, dye it. If you think you're too white, go get a tan. If you think you're too fat, join the gym. Come on, church. Come on, church. If you hate your job that much, go find a new one. Amen. If you don't like your pickup truck, give it to the preacher. I'm still waiting on somebody to hand me the keys to that, to that white GMC four-door with the fancy tailgate that flips down so I can step up on it. Come on, somebody. Don't hand me a truck payment. Hand me the title. Amen. Hey, y'all laughing, but every time me and Angel see one, we'll fist bump one another and say, in the name of Jesus. There's my truck. I see him driving by the church. I said, pull in. God's talking to you right there. Pull in. <laughs> Y'all laugh all you want. One of these days, this preacher going to drive up in that truck. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Mm. Your faith in Jesus and your action from the word is the only thing that can bring change. Amen. It's the only thing. Nobody can do it for you. You cannot be wishy-washy people. You either believe or you don't believe. That's the way it is. You either really believe that then you will change and you will, you will change how you talk about your problem and you will change how you react about your problem. Amen. I pray for somebody Friday night that's been having some problems at home and having problems in the family. And my words were stop crying about it and start rejoicing over it. Come on. Stop crying about it. Start rejoicing over it. Because in the rejoicing, you will move all of heaven on your side. Amen. Mm. Amen. Amen. Go to Luke chapter 18. In verse 1. It's going to be my last scripture this morning. But it's something here that I cannot let go. I cannot close today without you seeing this. In Luke chapter 18 in verse 1. And he spoke a parable unto them to this end, that men ought always to pray and not to faint. Saying, There is in a city a judge which feared not God, nor regardeth man. And there was a widow in that city. And she came unto him, saying, Avenge me of my adversary. And he would not for a while, but after he said within himself, Though I fear not God, nor regard man, yet, yet, does your Bible say yet? Yet, oh, praise God for that yet. Amen. Amen. I said, praise God for that yet. Because this widow troubleth me, I will avenge her, lest by her continually coming, she weary me. <laughs> and the Lord said, hear what the unjust judge said. And shall not God avenge his own elect, which cry day and night unto him, Though he bear them with, long with them, I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. 
Nevertheless, the Son of Man, look at this. Nevertheless, the Son of Man cometh. Shall he find faith on the earth? You know, that scripture troubles me. Will he find faith on the earth? That troubles me greatly. The Amplified Bible says, Will he find this kind of persistent faith on the earth? I'm going to tell you one of the greatest tools the Holy Spirit ever spoke to me to use in my ministry was one word. One word. Consistently. we got to be consistent in everything we do in ministry. Come on. We got to show up every Wednesday night and love on these kids because the moment we push them aside, the devil will jump in. Amen. Come on. We got to be consistent in our walk with the Lord because the moment you step away from Jesus, the devil will step in. Amen. Come on. We got to be consistent in hearing the word of God because the moment you stop hearing, the devil will fill your ears. Amen. Come on. We got to be consistent. Look at what he says here. He's using the word persistent. That means we ain't giving up. We're going to keep on praying about this thing. We're going to keep on slapping that oil on your head until your hair is so oily it won't wash out. Come on, somebody. You're going to walk in the water and smell like, smell like olive oil. Is that a new perfume? No. Preacher keeps slapping that olive oil on me. And now it's soaked in my hair. I can't get rid of the smell. He keeps praying for me. We're going to make you smell like olive oil and lose you up until the end. Comes your way and God moves in your behalf because we're going to be persistent and we're going to be consistent. Come on, church, about our prayer life and activation of our faith. Yeah. Is that not what we did, Brother Al, with you? I called Brother Al on the phone right now and said, Brother, I need some work to be done. Frankie called Brother Al, hey, I need you to come help me paint this house. And Brother Al will show up and get to work. You know why? Because heal people go to work. He's healed. It took us 11 months to get there. But he's healed. And set free by the power of Jesus Christ. You know, I, I've had somebody tell me, well, I, I heard somewhere that if you go to God about a subject, you pray about it, but if you pray about it two times, that means you're not in faith. I don't know who started that lie. But that's a lie. Huh? Persistent. You go to God the first time, you keep going to God the second time, you keep going to God the third time. It took seven dips in the water before Naaman got healed. You just keep praying. I don't care how long it takes. My grandmother was married for 54 years before my grandfather got saved. Amen. But she kept praying and she kept going to church and she kept getting those little claws going on somebody. And she kept praying and she kept getting everybody to agree with her. And she kept on and she kept on loving him. Until one day, my grandfather said, woman, call the preacher. She said, what for? She was like, what call the preacher for? I need to get saved. God done hit the house. God done moved me in the house. He said, I got to get saved. I got to get saved today. I can't wait till tomorrow. I got to get saved today. He was persistent and would not stop saying it until the preacher showed up at the house to receive Jesus Christ as Savior. It was over 50 years of praying, over 50 years of fighting in the spirit and bonding and rebuking. Come on, in tears, shedding in the altar. 50 years, but praise God, when I get to heaven, I'm going to put my arms around my grandfather and we're going to 
persistency that this woman had. I'm telling you, church, we're going to keep on laying hands mm. until Jesus walks through the door. Amen. Come on. But I'm concerned about what Jesus said. What I find faith. Now he's talking about his second coming. He's talking about not about his first coming. He's talking about his second coming. He said, when the Son of Man returns, when Jesus returns for the second coming, he asked the, Jesus asked the question. Will I find faith? Now the first thing that comes to your mind is, well, sure. You're going to find faith. But I'm going to tell you something. Ain't too many churches preaching this faith message. I'm preaching to you right now. That's true. There's not a lot of churches out there anointing you with oil. Come on. There's not a lot of churches out there binding and loosening. Come on. There's not a lot of churches out there that will have a prayer group come together. There's not a lot of churches out there that believe in the Word of God. They're not preaching about faith. They're preaching feel-good message. Let me go ahead and tell you, you can just you know, say your, do your, say your little prayer and go out and just do all your sin if you want to and, and you'll be alright. That's false doctrine. Yes, it is. Amen. So I'm telling you, I wonder myself, when Jesus returns, will there still be faith on this planet? Huh. I know as long as I'm alive, I'm going to keep preaching. Amen. Amen. I'm going to keep, listen, if I fall dead tomorrow, y'all go ahead and put on my tombstone. He believed in faith all the way to the end. Amen. Come on. All the way to the end. I'm going to be like Paul. I want my testimony to believe. I fought a good fight. I kept the faith. Right. How about you this morning, church? Amen. Come on, play something on the piano with me. Stand to your feet this morning. Hallelujah. I believe the Holy Ghost is in the house this morning. I believe that miracles are happening. Come on, raise those hands toward heaven with me this morning. Believe with me this morning, church. Believe with me right now. Father, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you for your power in this house. God, you can touch your people right where they are. Lord, you can heal diabetes right now where it is. God, you can heal the back pain and the leg pain right now where it's at, God. Oh, let your anointing flow in this house, oh Lord. Let your anointing flow in this house. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I, I see Richard walking without that little scooter. I see him walking without, without that little walker, brother. God's going to bring you out of that thing, brother. God's going to bring you out. I think it's going to happen before Christmas. God's going to bring you up out of that thing. You ain't going to need it no more. Hallelujah. Yes. I tell you, God is moving. God is moving. You're going to have to go back to the eye doctor because God's healing your eyes and He's going to give you a week prescription. Hey! Hallelujah! I tell you, God is in it. God is in it. God can reverse the side effects of COVID. God can reverse liver disease. God can reverse the cancer cells. I tell you, God can do it this morning, church. All you got to do is reach up with your faith and touch the hem of his garment this morning. Mm. If you're here this morning, you want special prayer. Come on, let's get the anointing all out. Let's pray. These altars are open. You need to talk to Jesus. Come on. Come on, talk to the Lord this morning, whatever you need. Hallelujah. God is moving in this house, and He's moving right now. I can feel His presence.
God began to move the bones in her body and line them back up. Line them back up in her neck in the name of Jesus. Come here, Bonnie. Put your hands on her neck right there. Put your hands on her neck on both sides. There you go. In the name of Jesus, bones begin to line back up. Back begin to line back up. Vertebrae, vertebrae line back up in the name of Jesus. We speak to the muscles in the name of Jesus. Hold the frame of the body up. We speak to the nerves. Nerves be normal. We speak normal in the name of Jesus the way God created it to be. No more pain. No more pain in Jesus' name. No more pain in Jesus' name. No more pain in Jesus' name. Hold on back. Put your hand on the stomach. In the name of Jesus. I'm healing you, says the Lord. I'm healing you, says the Lord. He's reversing it. He's reversing it. There's a surgery going on on the inside. Something's being reversed. Mm. Expect no pain. You've been living with it for so long, you expect it now. Expect no pain in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. You know why the devil put all that on you? Because he don't want you working for the Lord. You're a soldier in Christ. In the name of Jesus. Shut that up, boys. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Jesus. Jeff Patson, his boys will be all right. 
This boy's gonna be alright. They're all gonna be alright. They're all gonna be alright. They're all gonna be alright. Shamba Bokobana Namakashikira Namaha. In the name of Jesus, Shamba Nakabari you demons of tormenting spirits, I command you to let him go. You demons of tormenting spirits, I command you to let him go. In the name of Jesus. No more. No more. Shambhala Bhavakashinya. No more mystical drugs. No more mystical drugs. In the name of Jesus. He's with you. 
He's not forsaken you. He's not forsaken you. Go back here and love her, buddy. Go back here and love her. God's not forsaken you. That's how the gift of knowledge and operation. God knows exactly what she needs to hear, the moment she needs to hear it. I know. But that's a demonstration of the gift of knowledge. The gift of knowledge is when the Holy Ghost tells you something for right now. Get the wisdom as he tells you something for tomorrow. Mm. Y'all been through a journey. You been on a journey. Narrow's the way. Narrow's the way. Stay on the journey. Stay on the journey. So many things God has spoken to. So many things through the years. Haven't seen some of them manifest yet. Some of them have. Some of them not. Stay on the course. Stay on the journey. Keep the faith going. Keep the faith going. Keep the faith going. Keep the faith going. Stay on the journey. God is moving. He's moving. He's moving. He's moving. God, where are you moving at? Sometimes it's behind the scenes. You don't know. But he's moving. He's moving. He's moving, Chris. He's moving. Hallelujah. God's a good God. God's a good God. I want you to go to the doctor and I want you to do the report about your blood pressure. Amen. Amen. Good report. You checking your sugar levels yet, Jim? How you doing? How's, how, how's he doing? I'm looking at Melody. <laughs> Man, I'm good. You good? Good. Because God's going to keep breaking it down. God's going to keep breaking it down. Come on. God's moving, church. God's moving, church. God's moving, church. Come here, Mimal. Come here. God ain't done yet. Come here, Melanie. Re-ed, Jesse. Come here, Jesse. Come on, Mimo. Come on. Come on, Jesse. Come on, Thank you. 